episode 80? 81. 81 now. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's great. Wow. Up, up. I liked it better when you guessed. Yeah. But episode 85? 81. 123. Yeah. I do I do feel bad that we're not at 120 yet. I feel like that's a milestone that I don't know why that number sticks out. I don't know why 120 episodes is not it doesn't correlate to 365 days a year. It doesn't correlate to anything, to anything really. But for some reason that number is sticking out in my head as like a good number. <laughs> All so, right. okay. You hear that harsh? Time to make it happen. Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com, episode 81 out of 120. Stop after 120. Who do we have? Kevin Butler. Michael Turksani. All right. It's another two-parter. Two-person podcast. Mm-hmm. We did one a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was well-received, I think. And uh, yeah. we're back for more. I think uh, we ended the uh, the previous two-person podcast with a bit of a cliffhanger as far as where we wanted to take some of the conversation related to marketing, marketing strategy, and uh, the role a consultant or agency can play in helping fulfill and deliver some of that. If anybody's wondering, like, okay, well, where did Chris go? Where did Robin go? Where did Jen go? Uh, we fired them. <laughs> so they're no longer on the show. No, I'm just kidding. I think the truth is... <laughs> They were at a conference this week, yeah. and they're they're playing a bit hurt this morning. Yeah, they're hurting this morning. <laughs> they were up late, and I'm pretty sure Chris is doing a sales call. But no, we we, we thought we'd try the format out, and uh, and we like it, so we can tighten up some of the topics, and it allows for a bit more of a conversational flow rather than uh, sort of a a point a round talk table. And, yeah, but yeah. we'll we'll still we'll still bring them on occasionally. You know, occasionally. <laughs> Actually, I think potentially after this, there's going to be one, but. Um, all right, so we want to break down strategy in a bit more depth. Yeah, I, th- I thought um, we talked about it at the very end of the last episode, This exploring this concept of corporate strategy versus marketing strategy. And I guess if we're going to define them real quickly, corporate strategy is kind of what we're coining as um, really where does the organization see themselves going like where do they what's the hole they're trying to plug in their landscape with their solutions and the the ideal sort of target audience and the marketing strategy more about what's the program the playbook that the marketing team along with sales want to go execute to go drive pipeline and revenue right so you know when we look at the first bucket i think sometimes uh, I, I would say the the this is a good bucket so both buckets are, are, are applicable to a business owner. We, we want to kind of like angle this a little bit at, you know, a CEO of a, of a mid-sized business, maybe small, medium-sized business looking to grow um, or maybe a marketing leader in, a, in even a bigger business that's, you know, trying to break these pieces down, trying to get budget for mm-hmm. different types of services. You know, the corporate strategy as you laid it out there and blowing into that one a bit. I think sometimes it's really easy to just look to your marketing person and be like, oh, you know, figure out how we're going to grow, you know, and, and, and they don't, the, the, the corporate side, the business side doesn't have a handle on, well, how are we different? You know, how, you know, we've grown, we're a business, we've obviously been around for a while, but you know, what are the, what are the five things that really make us, um, who we are and, 
mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and really flush that out so that they, and sometimes they believe that those things are, are what they are, but they're actually not. But I think that there's an element there where they can almost just hand it off to somebody and be like, yeah, yeah I just got to figure out how to, how to, how to make us grow. And then you can get into a real hamster wheel of like trying things out that are kind of misaligned to sort of like the overall kind of bigger picture. Well, so I agree. I think they're, they're uniquely different the corporate strategy and the marketing strategy, but there, there's certainly some overlap in the two, uh, in the two circles. If, if the corporate strategy just isn't reflective of what's really going on in the market, the landscape, you know, where you play as an industry, um, then marketing's not going to have the greatest opportunity to go and make a, a serious impact. The, mm. the corporate strategy has got to involve everyone from, it's going to be marketing and sales. There's going to be customer success. There's mm-hmm. going to be even be product and technology if you're a technology vendor, right? Um, there has to be buy-in on all those key functions and departments in order to go and have a clear view as to what are the challenges we're trying to solve, um, what are the opportunities that we see in the market, you know, where do we best play, how do we win, what is marketing going to do and say reflective of all these things. So I think it's got to be another level of coordination, whereas on a, on a marketing strategy, if I'm just going to put a bit more of a definition around it, it's going to be, okay, well, how do we really get in understanding our audiences, the buying cycles? What are the ways we can differentiate through campaigns, through messaging, you know, good content, good creative campaigns, events that we need to be at for buyers who are in market, things like that. Right. Yeah. So maybe the, you know, the product offering, was from a corporate strategy perspective you know we've got we've got a mug that you know is stays you know hot for 24 hours minimum Mm -hmm. and you know and it can't break and so there's all these elements of a corporate strategy where they're really dialed in you know we went out and we understood that that was a gap in the market most most mugs can't stay hot for more than you know, an hour, ours is 24 hours. Most mugs break when you drop them. Ours is indestructible. So then a marketing team, what you're saying is like, okay, hey, we really understand the, 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 the uh, you know, the, the strategy there from a corporate perspective, we understand kind of like the things that are really making us unique as a business. Now we can go off and we can attach it to our audience that, oh, we found out that, you know, it turns out that, um, this, these type of people kind of are, are willing to buy it right away. These type of people take a little bit longer to buy it right away. Marketing, you know, does a thing where they're dropping <laughs> five of them off of a roof and none of them break and yeah. these types of things. But going back to the corp or the corporate strategy perspective, in this example of uh, you know the warmest mug ever, um, you know, part of it's like the procurement of um, materials to go and produce these. It's going to be how, how do we assemble them? How do we do all this? It's built into our cost models and all that stuff. Whereas marketing's less concerned about that it's just this is what they have to tell a story with and they'll hopefully creatively do that in such a way right maybe a a more typical example for a good portion of our listeners listeners would be on a technology basis if you think of salesforce originally when they came out with the whole you know no, no software, software yeah. right with and they had like the circle with the with the mm-hmm. red line through it and that was a marketing spin on the corporate strategy which was we're going to build this application in the cloud and it's mm-hmm. going to be open for other people to build um, apps atop of and so okay we need an army of developers who are really really great and we have this vision of a roadmap and all these things and we're going to keep adding to it quarterly with our new releases really ahead of its time and the marketing just kind of goes really hard on the no software thing and, and that really 
is a good separation yeah. between and I, and I so I think what, what part of what you're saying or part of what we we see as well is that the corporate strategy is really what they're asking of their marketing team you know we're a, a business that's been around for a while we do a bunch of things help, you know go figure out how to grow us and I th it's not to say that hey we would love more clients like this but many times I think the corporate strategy component in, you know, unless you're in, again, like an example that we just gave of an indestructible mug and it's <laughs> patented material ceramic, you can't get it anywhere else. You know, it's almost like that differentiated value proposition like that we would see in some of the tech companies in the early days where it's like, well, or like the no software thing. It's like, like that is industry unique. So you're going to be able to really build on that. A lot of these businesses are now they're not that much different than anybody else. You know, they're kind of the same in many ways from anybody else, but they have, they've got a gap in their corporate strategy from really defining, well, where do we want to try to go and grow? And then building out those tenants to say, okay, that's important to us. Here's what we think it means. And then giving that to marketing to say, now your job is to go blow out the marketing strategy of how we might yep. go test and learn and build that, you know, um, and, and bring those messages to market. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because as you were saying that, I was thinking, if you've got a really unique, well-defined um, corporate strategy, that makes marketing's job even more simple. Not to say easy, but like it really clarifies. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as a marketer, you don't, you don't kind of have that kind of clarity or like such an amazing corporate strategy. Maybe it's a, there isn't an ability to do so in a given industry or vertical, you know, I don't know. But that doesn't mean like you're doomed. You can still be successful even without that that unique corporate differentiation. Mm. It just comes down to marketing's ability, and we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, is to tell a cohesive story, a differentiated one. And the funny thing about differentiation is it doesn't have to be so wildly different from everyone else. It just has to be a little different. It has to speak to the product or service's strengths. Can you actually deliver on these things? But even just a different take or perspective sometimes is all that's required um, to separate yourselves from similar vendors or comparables. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely think the, so there's a bit of a CMO role or a, a bit of a senior marketing role there that is, is really interfacing with the business to sort of drive out those, those components of the corporate strategy or to at least distill them down into something that yeah. a market, a marketing team. And you're right. Like you don't have to be, um, you know, wildly differentiated in order to be able to go out and execute and get growth off of it, right? That I think that there's a lot around, we'll get into that in the marketing strategy around, um, you know, really strong delivery of the program and consistency of the program goes a long way. You know, we're an agency, that's a really good example. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, okay, we've got, we've got things that we talk about that we believe are quote unquote unique to us. But at the end of the day, there's a uh, tons of agencies so and when we're and we're growing yeah. so i think when we look at our programs that speaks to that you know just consistency around that message and mm -hmm. delivery of the program in a thoughtful strategic way goes you know can can drive growth just go back to your point about the role of the cmo there i i totally agree perhaps that's its own podcast uh down the road where we talk about the differences between cmos vps of marketing mm -hmm. directors yeah, etc sure. but I, I view the CMO as having that vision to tell the story. And, and of course, they'll be accountable below. Whereas like I see the VP of marketing really being accountable for um, revenue support, mm. you know, whether it's pipeline creation or a target or a percentage of, of actual revenue driven. 
that's the accountability level. But the difference in the two would be I would look to the CMO to really outline and define that story and vision that really truly separates and, dis- and differentiates in a particular vertical or category. Yeah. So now you're differentiated, and and I think you've got a high level definition of who where our growth we we believe the growth will come from okay so if we go back to let's say an agency example and we want certain size customers uh that's what we're looking for and we've got we believe that here's all the things about those customers that we can fill gaps on so that's nicely built out now when we get to marketing strategy there's a whole other element we should try to break it down a bit of like well how are we going to go about trying to do that okay you could very easily and we, you know, we've seen this and heard this um, and had this happen to us where, you know, you run a certain type of creative or a certain type of ad, a certain type of strategy or technique, and you bring in people that are all over the place, smaller. Well, these guys aren't big enough to be able to support us. Oh, these, mm-hmm. these guys aren't even looking for anything. They're just happy to uh, jump on a webinar and, and learn about, about whatever we're talking about. So like there's a, there's a real kind of breakdown then at that point to say, okay, well, you know, we don't, and most, again, most of our clients are not spending $50 million a year on marketing or, you know, even 25 million a year on marketing. So they don't, they can't just blast their way from a bland brand perspective to, to build recognition. It's more about, well, you know, as we go run these, these LinkedIn campaigns, as we go run some search campaigns, as we start to drive traffic, bring people to the site, what are they seeing? What, you know, and that's a real journey as we know. Yeah. Um, I just had a few thoughts as, as you were saying that, but one of the biggest things that really um, stands out to me is if you think of uh, an addressable audience and you think, well, okay, there's only most, most organizations and industries will say, yeah, there's like 10 to maybe 20% of that market at any given time is sort of in market for a solution like yours. Yep. I think sometimes you say, okay, well, we're really focused on that 10 to 15% and you completely forget yeah. the rest of the other one. And, and so when you, when you look at that, that example of a campaign where it's like, we're engaging all these people to me, something that's really important is to look at, okay, well, is that the right kind of audience that you want to be targeting? They may not be in market today, but it's still a good thing that they're actually on these webinars, reading your content, whatever that looks like. The, the challenge is then continuing to nurture them and find, um, insights in their behaviors with how they engage with your um with your reach out to your material your marketing so that you can effectively be there when they're ready mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a real big challenge and then one of the big gaps that we see in um engagements that we're part of is there isn't really that thought or cohesive plan as to how you target the wider bigger audience which is in this case the not in market i think that you know when you're going out for it's not it's it's not like you have to you should never be looking for a silver bullet you should never be um, assuming that you know one campaign or one piece of creative is going to get you there but there is a there's a linkage of the type or style or or theme that you should have to say we believe this this way to communicate the business uh, or the corporate strategy we've now learned that that's more effective than this other way mm-hmm. okay so an event uh, you know an example could be hey you you click on a, um, an ad unit and you go to a flashy screen with all these pop-outs happening and a lead form and it's it's just very 
you know, something that you might think is kind of geared towards a really small business or, or you know, a certain a certain type of buyer that's going to go through that environment and yeah, really low cost, low barrier to entry type thing. So you're going to go versus like, oh, we, we come over to this type and we're getting a lot of information that's supporting the buying cycle mm-hmm. of testimonials are present, all this kind of stuff. And and within that, you know, we um, we pick certain colors and certain images and we got a lot of control over that so that we know that this is kind of going to resonate better within our audience over time. Right. And that to me is like, I think really important because when you look at brands and you look at companies that are are really excelling at marketing, it's not it's not all over the place. They've dialed a level of that in where they're like, Mm -hmm. well, we're never going to have, you know, a a. 18 year old driving a Porsche on an ad unit because that's not representative of what we what we're doing right that doesn't make sense for us and maybe they're trying to sell whatever they're trying to sell so there's a lot of this I think that comes into play when you're looking at the long-term marketing strategy to your point and, and nurturing a base and keeping your brand present that is part of that journey especially if you're if you haven't had a lot of success in turning over marketing into into revenue pipeline, right? Yeah, yeah. We've been talking a little bit, and I, I had actually weirdly had two of my clients in the last maybe month ask about uh, Chili Piper, and I think they're a really good example of this. And um, if you look at some of their marketing over what would be probably the last year or so, if you go on LinkedIn and you've got any kind of marketing anything in your title, I feel like you're seeing their content either mm-hmm. it's organically distributed and sort of reshared, or um, they're very, they're, they're paid LinkedIn. They're trying to collect email addresses for their newsletter mm. and they've really gone above and beyond to define their newsletters. One of the best in the industry, everyone loves it. So it's totally worth it. And that's their super long tail. They're not really in that particular play is not really about finding who's in market for solutions like theirs. It's really about, let's go gather the most qualified list of marketers, marketing leaders. Yep continue to engage them, be top of mind with great content and really um, solidify themselves in the conversation of marketers, marketing, and what are they doing to address that. And even, um, I thought this was pretty good. You see it a lot now, but I think they're one of the first, if not the first, to really start the whole um, marketer battle sort of stuff where people go and vote who are the leading marketers. Mm-hmm. And they have like these like <laughs> tournaments, like NCAA style or something where you go and vote like the the best uh, marketer, the best whatever. They've been doing that forever, and now I see it like all the time, but I think they were one of the first, and that was a, a really social and, dare I say, viral effort to get out there. Oh, Chili Piper's saying this, and now you're seeing it on LinkedIn profiles. Yeah. Kind of like the the, Mar- the fearless Marketo 50 or, or whatever they used to have, too. It's the same sort of idea, but they're just embedding themselves in the marketing, marketers, landscape, and world. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they happen to have a technology that's super pro marketing and really going to help you reduce friction in sales cycles and lead gen and all that stuff. But that's a really good example of carving out a cool niche on a, um, marketing strategy level. Yeah. And, and put to end, I probably attaching to the corporate strategy in the sense that they've got, you know, I'm sure they're not sitting around the table and saying, let's sell this to the CFO. Right. No, no. they're, they're, they're clearly saying that we believe that this is a, a tool for a marketing and probably do some crossover sales, like, sure. you know, sales leadership. And that is where we want to be going. And, and, um, you know, when we, when we're in those types of deals, when those, when those types of people are evaluating our solution, we win. Right. Yep. So I think it's like, there's some connection there, but then 
on the marketing strategy perspective, yeah, it's, it's being handed over to the marketing leaders to say, well, okay, so how would we go about that? You know, we've said, this is our audience. This is the said, how we want to go about it. And then they've come up with this, you know, this strategy around, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, let's, let's add a ton of value into that landscape through content. Let's not worry about finding people that want to opt in and do demos. Let's, let's get them into an email nurture stream. We better have super good content. And then beyond that, what's a creative way for us to actually like, make people care okay we're going to come up with these challenges or these other components so yeah absolutely that that becomes the real real and truly is kind of that marketing strategy what we're talking about underneath that there's probably a tech component you know which, how are we going to go deliver that you know we, are we integrated and so that's the, that's that product yep. and technology lens right like you know we got to be integrated in all the leading tools so that marketers across the world who are using all of these different technologies in their respective stacks could actually deploy us if yep. they buy into what we're all about. And I and and when we look at where should like where do we see those things being inside or outside the business? I don't know your opinion, but I definitely feel like if we go back to that example that those the the whole concept of certainly where our product fits and who our audience is, that's got to be inside the company. And I would even argue that, hey, we want to go out with this long tail email strategy, getting opt-ins, you know, with a backed up by a really strong content creation strategy of, of meaningful mm-hmm. content with this other kind of battle group kind of scenario that you brought up of, of getting that, in my opinion, should all be inside the company. I think so. Not outsourced, not trying to give that to an agency. If, if you brought me into a new organization that I'd, I'd never met before, like right now, I would not know if that corporate strategy was amazing or pretty good or just awful. Mm. I mean, I might have my theories, but I wouldn't know for sure right away over time, perhaps. Now, if you, if I were to look at the marketing strategy, the approach, how are we going to market? Like I could tell you pretty quickly, does this have a chance or not? So in that example that you just gave, yeah, if the corporate stuff's defined enough, we can look at and say, okay, the vision was we're going to have these great emails and the content's going to be this, this, and this. And I would say, I'll tell you right now the best ways to distribute, to deploy, to send that. I'll give you ideas as to how we can monitor and measure engagement, what I think the reporting would look like, how do we attribute marketing's actions there, things like that. I can do it right now. So I I think that's the role of um, an outsider or a consultant. They can uh, level up your marketing strategy in a hurry. On the corporate side, I would need to spend a lot more time with the organization before I could have a meaningful valuable input to what's there i'd have to get to know their company what they're all about the industry the competitors the even like in some cases the partner ecosystem there's so many considerations there that you just couldn't go into without really knowing your stuff doing your research etc yeah you have to become part of you know the organization in many ways and you know i think a consultant can graduate into that just just to be clear i just i think any consultant, unless they're like a, a category industry expert, probably can't do that right away. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you getting traction in the landscape, that's where what you're saying is that, you know, an agency can come in and really help you level up your marketing strategy. I think where there's there's this probably where those two circles overlap to your point earlier, there's that there's that overlap component where there starts to be an, an informing, a real informing of how we're going to go about this that doesn't get down into 
you know, the, the strat is still strategic, but it's a slight layer down where I believe you can outsource it and where we get really mm -hmm. involved where mm -hmm. I see where you're trying to go client. And here's how we can work with you because again, that going back to time cost quality, here's how we can go biggest bang for your buck, time to value, all that kind of stuff. Right. But it's that crossover layer where they're saying to you, we're going to go out and we're going to do a marketers, you know, Royal rumble or whatever that yeah. example was, you know, I think that can, can consultants bring that to the table? Sure. But I do think it needs to be really wholly embodied into an organization because it becomes so key to the brand. You know, it's not, sure. it's not just a one-off thing that we're doing off to the side here. Like we're really making this, it, this is so important to us to, to build this into who we are as a, as a brand mm -hmm. that, just kind of going off and saying, Hey, what could we do this, this 12 months or this two quarters? Oh yeah. You know, this kind of random campaign, it, yeah, you could do it, but it's not going to get the kind of traction that you're talking about slightly below that. And you say, Oh yeah, we've got a MarTech agency that we work with and they're helping us figure out how we blow that strategy out, probably even inform it a little bit more where, where it could really work well and supple tweaks to, to make it even better and then execute that time to value. Yeah. For sure, I think like the, that's that kind of nuance layer, the crossover layer where I think companies need to be careful because it's so easy, especially business owners or, you know, higher level marketers that maybe don't, that aren't as connected to sort of the, you know, the real rubber hitting the road to just be like, oh yeah, well, that's my agency. The actual motions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my agency. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they came up with this Royal Rumble, but it's not embodied in the business. And it's kind of like, eh. Then it's just a campaign. It's just a campaign, a one-off campaign. I think so. Like even when I look at some of our clients recently that, you know, they come up with these real mantras that, that they're saying, yeah, this is who, this is who we are now going forward. You know, the VP of marketing, the CMOs, they've, they, with the corporates, like you're saying, they've really taken not only the corporate strategy and then kind of that, that crossing over into marketing strategies like this. Yeah, we agree. Bigger, bolder, better, better. One of our clients gore, you know, that's where they're going. Yep. How do we then, and then it can be brought down to like, you know, uh, the next level down to say, okay, how can we go execute on that? Yeah, I love that. But there's definitely a role there. Um, and I think the other thing that separates Goose maybe a little is I think we, we have a tendency to to also try to lean in on some of the corporate stra strategy where appropriate. It's not to say we, um, we really push in areas we shouldn't, but I think we care enough to ask those questions to eventually develop a relationship and be more informed to at least weigh in on concepts ideas which i think on the on the flip side on the on the client side it's always appreciated give these different perspectives sometimes are meaningful because we're just not weighed in with the industry and mm -hmm. sometimes there's good stuff that that is produced as a result yeah so we talked a little bit about corporate strategy we talked a little about marketing strategy um what else is this is this like we feel like we're good we want to keep blowing into this i think that's a part three yeah, I think we could talk about the sort of I see a lot these days, and maybe this is this is our our next uh, um, cliffhanger. Is right now I'm seeing a lot more discussion on the go to market and a proper go to market function and what that really embodies and how it's not just marketing and sales alignment. But that's a really big key of it. Mm -hmm. and I think that's that that overlap of corporate and. Uh, marketing strategy. Yeah. So maybe that's where we yeah. can go next yeah. on on the next podcast. Okay. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's do it. We'll do that next time. So tune in to uh, all the channels that are out there. Like and subscribe. Thumbs up. I know I watch a lot of YouTube videos nowadays. So 
like and subscribe thumbs down up below. share <laughs> there's a link down below you know we're even on uh apple podcast apple podcast if you get your podcast there anchor um, i think yeah we're we're everywhere now yep. we're everywhere now so harsh is trying to get the aggregate roll up so we can see all the views we also promote these these podcasts these podcast snippets we promote mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Prim primarily on linkedin and they're two minute snips two minute snips mm -hmm. two minute snips five a month they rotate and uh they go to our various audiences and they drive last year i think they drove about three hundred thousand views um and you know still really expensive to do that actually um but a good example of marketing strategy right yeah. we've positioned the business on a corporate level to go solve these problems for business owners for marketing leaders and even um, um marketers within an organization and um that sort of crosses the the path into marketing strategy which is now we're distributing these kind of content of stories conversations and examples that can help those kinds of audiences and we choose to do it on linkedin on email etc et actually we do it more on just on linkedin yeah you're right we're doing it on no oh, facebook all facebook social. and twitter yeah we're doing some promoted there yeah so there's an example i suppose of the, of the, the marriage of the both yeah all right good we'll see you guys next time